Welcome, one and all, to Eagle Auto Part On The Go Podcast. This is a special podcast for the blessed season. There's a reason for the season. This DJ Harrington, better known as the cardiologist, and Chuck Camp, the producers in the studio. And we have Doug Wings, the general manager of Eagle, and doing the intro to this special podcast. So, Doug, first of all, how are you today? Well, I'm doing good. I probably sound a little funny to our listeners, quite a little bit of a cold, but that's all right. And uh, still blessed. And you are right. Um, the true reason of the season, we know what that is. And this is this is probably will be the best podcast of the year because your better, better, better half, Miss Sheila, will be doing our podcast for us on Christmas. And she is just so great at, oh, at doing these holidays and these special podcasts for her. We just can't thank her enough for, for her contribution to Eagle. Oh, my. All these listeners are saying, boy, poor DJ has to live with this now because, and Doug, thank you. She really is a good person. She was brought up in a real Christian family. And and I'm one of 12 children, and my family does a big event at Christmas. But what I want to ask you, what's happening at Eagle as you and I are talking? What's going on there today? Well, it's a big day for us here at Eagle because um, the uh, upper management today, it'll be our vice president, uh, Brett Wollaston, and our comptroller, Kristen Noyes. Um, they come down and they cater a big lunch. Uh, they're going to be bringing in uh, a huge lunch today, and they serve all of the employees at Eagle. So everybody will, will knock off at 12, and uh, they will do all the serving uh, for us and uh, give us a fantastic lunch. And uh, I just think that's really remarkable that, that they do that type of type of thing you know chuck and i were talking a little earlier before we came on the air that you know companies used to do that kind of stuff but they just don't do it anymore but uh conservatives old school you know which owns eagle and uh, they still do those old things that i think really matter to the employee because that says a lot that they'll take their time to come down and serve us because you know the people here are the ones in the trenches you know they're the ones you know out in the cold or doing all the work, um, you know, not that upper management doesn't work because we know they do. They work tirelessly, tirelessly with with uh, a lot of stuff. But uh, the guys and, and gals in the trenches here at Eagle every day, day in and day out, um, I think they, they get recognized, and um, I think that's a good thing. Then they also uh, give every employee of our entire company, which is over 100 employees, they give them all a $100 gift card. Uh, for Martin's so that they can go out and get some food for a Christmas dinner. So um, it's just a remarkable company to work for. That is for sure. Yeah. And I agree with you that people don't do it. And Chuck Camp's correct. Uh, people do not do it because of the economy sometimes. And sometimes just because some companies have gone woke and they're not going to do it no matter what. Right. And conservative and, and and eagle, as we all know, are just great people, and they do these kind of a thing, which I think is wonderful. Yeah. So if any of our listeners uh, are looking for a job, you know, come on down. We're still doing some hiring, although we've we filled a lot of positions here lately, um, but we're still hiring. So come on down and uh, get on that in on that next year. You'll uh, you'll be be part of that as well. Uh, what I want to ask you. What do you and Lori do 
uh, chase down your daughter and her husband and do you all get together for Christmas? Well, uh, unfortunately, this year we won't. Megan has to work. Um, you know, the, the medical people don't get off at, at Christmas time. Uh, so she actually has to work Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, which is kind of sad. Um, but, you know, again, I'm so proud of her that, you know, she's willing to stand up and do that because people still get sick on Christmas. And sure, she works in a hospital where there's, a, you know, the ER is always open 24-7. Um, so, you know, it, it won't be quite the same this year cause we won't have them with us. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, but one of our things I like to, I like to think back is it, we used to do all the time now, like this year we, we will not cause Megan won't be around. Uh, but when Megan, especially when she was growing up, something we did, we, we thought was really special and kind of taught Megan the meaning of Christmas. Um, we would always, uh, get a name from either a local agency or something here in our in our community or from the church, you know, we would find somebody that was, was less fortunate and we would get up Christmas Eve and we would go out and we would shop for this family, you know, try to find the family with some kids and we'd shop for the whole family. And then we'd come home and wrap all that stuff up Christmas afternoon or Christmas Eve afternoon. And then Christmas Eve after dark, uh, we would go to this family's home and we would unload these gifts in front of their door. And then we would knock on the door and run, get in the car and be gone uh, <laughs> yeah. by the time they would get there. And, and and Megan still talks about that today. You know, every Christmas we're together, you know, she'll say, oh, dad, I just, those memories were, were just so good, uh, you know, of doing that. And I, I think, you know, hopefully that taught her what Christmas is really all about. It's not, it's not getting, it's all about giving. That That's what the season is about. And we should live that really 365 days a year. Because that's really our purpose. It's about giving to others, and that's really what we need to do. But that that's kind of our special Christmas memory that we always had when Megan was, was growing up. Well, I have to tell our listeners, Doug, my father-in-law out in Oklahoma, when, when the seasons that we went, every other year we went to Oklahoma, and every other year they came to Georgia. So we're out in Oklahoma, and we ate a great Thanksgiving. You know, at Christmas dinner, and I gotta say this. Then my father-in-law looks at me and says, "Okay, get your jacket." And I said, "Get my jacket for what?" And he said, "We're going to the nursing home." That <laughs> he sang songs at the huh. to all these senior citizens, and now that I'm a senior citizen, I I think back that here's my father-in-law, just you know, always thinking of other people. And before we had to go, we went out into the garage. And during the year, he would make stuff and and have it wrapped and said, okay, we're bringing these with us. This is going to Mr. Hilbert. This is going to go to Mr. Fitzgerald. This is going to go to, because he had gone up to the nursing home, met some of these people, saw some of the things they needed. And that's what he did. And I never thought much of it until, I see an older person who didn't have a relative even come see him at Christmas. And here it is Christmas night. And we show up in the nursing home, not only singing, but carrying gifts for certain people that my father-in-law had known up there. So, and I do every Christmas, I think back to giving to those kids, because that's what we did. We always gave gifts to the young kids, but nobody ever thinks about giving a gift to a, 
a person in a nursing home who hasn't seen a, a relative in years sometimes. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great thing, too. You're right. That is, that's an awesome thing. And that's, again, that's what this season is about. It's about giving to others and those who are less fortunate. And, you know, we just we cannot forget them uh, during this season. That is for sure. All right. So before we turn this over to Sheila and her Christmas message, uh, I want to tell all of our listeners from Chuck Camp and I in Georgia, we wish you the very blessed Christmas and a great new year. And Doug, I'll turn it over to you. Um, we'd like to do the same. The whole Eagle Auto Parts family and team would like to throw out our wishes uh, to all our listeners, to all our customers, and just, just to all those people that uh, they may have a blessed Christmas. And uh, again, I just um, say let's, let's not forget the less fortunate uh, during this Christmas season. And also, our men and women who are serving this great country and will be away at this Christmas. They'll be overseas. Uh, don't forget them, especially in your prayers. They, they all need our prayers uh, with all the conflict that's going on around the world. Keep those, keep those men and women in your prayers because, because of them, we're able to celebrate Christmas. We're able to do the things that we do in this, in this great nation. You got it, my friend. I thank you and have a great day at the party. With all you people, and tell Brett and uh, Chris I said hi. We'll do it. You guys take care. Merry Christmas uh, to you and uh, your family, Chuck, and, and you, DJ, and that wonderful, wonderful woman you call your wife. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. The next voice you'll hear is Sheila <laughs> Okay. You guys take care. Have a good day. Got you, buddy. Bye. Eagle Auto Part is located in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. The Eagle team is becoming the most recognized name in the recycling industry, serving not only West Virginia, but also Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Virginia. Eagle Auto Part inventory is computerized, racked, and ready for immediate pickup. Or choose our fast delivery service. With a very active presence on eBay, we have several distribution shipments daily. Eagle Auto Part processes all of our vehicles in the most professional manner, which ensures the quality of all of our parts sold. What can we do for you? Visit us on the web at eagleautopart.com or call 800-261-6664. That's 800-261-6664. Or send us an email at sales at eagleautopart.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is Chuck, the producer. Let's go now. To the True Meaning of Christmas, from Sheila Harrington. Bible passages in Matthew and Luke reveal the well-known story of Mary and Joseph's journey to Bethlehem, the birth of Jesus, the angel's announcement to the shepherds in the field, the shepherd's visit to the stable, and really what the wise men went through to find, worship, and present Jesus with their kingly gifts. Luke and Matthew tell the age-old Christmas story, but it's also extremely relevant to our lives today in practical ways. Even Jesus wasn't above simple circumstances. There are some takeaways from the Christmas story that have been revealed to me, and I want to share them with you. When you think of kings, you think of crowns, thrones, and palaces, not stables full of smelly farm animals and a feeding trough, such as a bed for a newborn baby. While it's tradition to use a manger made from wood 
The original trough was really made from stone, not wood. We use wood in America because our ancestors did centuries ago. Jesus, who was the King of Kings, came into the world in a remarkably simple, lowly, and unassuming way. His birth was the furthest thing from a king's welcome. And few of us really are, are unacquainted with the ways of royalty. And it's hard to even fathom how elaborate and exquisite a royal lifestyle really can be. However, many more of us can describe in detail what a barn is like. Well, I know I can. Our daughter has one. I find this part of the Christmas story so beautiful because Jesus didn't come to earth as a mighty, majestic king who would be intimidating and untouchable. He instead came as an innocent, needy, dependent baby who was born to parents who were very poor and simply normal as could be. Everything about the very beginnings of his life on earth was humble and unassuming, giving us a Savior we can easily relate to and understand, not one who is distant or on a lofty throne. This is such a comforting truth that we don't have to have prestigious job titles, own several homes, have a business, lots of fame, or even well-stocked bank accounts to be used by God because not even his son required those things. You know, my second takeaway from the Christmas story is that God's glory is worthy of our praise. Even when we feel afraid, as was in the case in Luke 2, verse 9, when the angel of the Lord stood before the shepherds who were watching over their sheep during the night, it says that they were terrified. You know, I know if I saw what they saw that night, I would have been terrified too. Even though they were afraid and probably trying to make some sense of what they were seeing and hearing, wondering perhaps if they were dreaming or if anyone would believe them later, the angel's first words were, do not be afraid. My third takeaway from the Christmas story is when the Lord makes a promise, we can keep, we can trust that he's going to keep it. The shepherds heard from the angels that the baby had been born, and they didn't doubt it. Verse 15 says, When the angels had left them and gone into the heavens, the shepherds said, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They heard the message. They immediately acted upon it, never hesitating or questioning what the angels said to them. And we should really do the same in our lives. We have scripture as tangible documentation of the Lord's promises and truth, and we should act on them without questioning his faithfulness and his trustworthiness. You know, as Jesus became older, learning was a major part of his young life. He sat as a boy to learn from the temple teachers to listen, ask questions, and learn. And in Luke uh, 2 verse 47 it says everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers Jesus knew as a boy that his elders had wisdom that he could grow from and he really sought it out we we should really do the same with our jobs and our family always trying to improve on what we know we should do you know, there's also significance on the arrival of the wise men or the magi to see the young Christ child Jesus. 
Now, the Magi, they were religious professors, philosophers and scholars who were highly educated in many fields. Some were religion, astronomy, and even astrology. And that, I think, is really why they were paying attention to the stars in the first place, right? Because of their knowledge and influence, they also served as political advisors and really kingmakers. This is certainly why they did not risk anything to go before King Herod when he at, they asked him, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? After leaving Herod's presence, the star once again led them to the Christ child where they presented priceless gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, these were not random gifts. Each were significant at the time, and they have important meanings for us even today. Gold, obviously, is a precious metal that's been used for jewelry, ornaments, currency, and even idols throughout human history because of its color and its shine. Frankincense is an expensive fragrance or perfume made from trees in India and Arabia, and it is even available today as an essential oil, so we can actually purchase that. Now, myrrh is a specific kind of costly perfume made from rare thorn bushes in Arabia and Ethiopia, which is also used as an antiseptic anointing oil, and but also an embalming fluid. It's also available as essential oil. Now, these gifts would have been rare and very costly to give to Jesus' family, but they were not unheard of in first century Palestine. While gold and perfume might make nice Christmas gifts, and I can agree with that, Myrrh is usually odd and really an inappropriate gift choice for any family with a newborn baby. You know, one writer puts it this way. Embalming liquid never appears to the top of the list of baby shower gifts in society today. That's true. That is so true. It's never been on a baby gift list. Myrrh was presented by the Magi because it was prophesied that Jesus would die for us. Now, my final thought here, uh, DJ, is Jesus came to earth to give us abundant life. Please consider as the new year approaches to put some thought into what you would like to do or change to help yourself, your family, your friends, or even coworkers, so everyone you know has a better year. Sheila, I agree with you, and I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and all of our listeners a blessed Christmas. 